You're magic, like me. I need you to listen to me. The world's a hungry place, a dark place. Hi there. I only met two or three people like us. They died. When I was a kid, I bumped into these things. I, I always called it The Shining. Welcome back to the Horror Squad Podcast, where tonight we will be reviewing Dr. Sleep, the highly anticipated sequel to The Shining. Uh, Todd will be joining us. Uh, He'll be jumping in at some point tonight, but for now, uh, you got Joe here, of course. Uh, I will be taking over hosting duties until he uh, comes in tonight. And as always, I am joined by Sam and Steve. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. So, what is up, guys? How's your week been? Uh, cold. It's cold as hell. Yeah, it's been really um, cold here the past couple days. Yeah, uh, winter's pretty much officially began in terms of uh, cold and snow and all that fun stuff that comes with it. Um, yeah, you know, I, I've been just really busy starting on, like, Christmas stuff. Uh, I'm going to be gone most of December to Disney, so I had to kind of do it early this year. And helping my wife with crafting and stuff, which uh, is a little tedious, but it does give me the opportunity to watch a lot of horror movies. Um, So I just kind of sit at my desk, have a horror movie on, and help her with her stuff. So uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, Nothing too special. (laughs) (laughs) What about you guys? Uh, Yeah, it's been cold. Uh, What have we done? We done anything? Not really. Not getting help. From Joe with crafting, that's for damn sure. Yeah, Steve's making me look bad here. Ah, <laughs> uh, nothing really, nothing too exciting, I don't think. Um, Sam, anything? Um, I tried out a new place to go meditate the other day here in Salem. That was fun. There you go. A place called Circle of Stitches. It was a full moon meditation. Me and my friend Kira went. It was nice, and I think I'm gonna try it again next month. Okay. Do they play music? What does? Uh... No, they didn't play music. Um, it's like they meditate, and there was a girl who led the meditation, and then she kind of like will tell you how to meditate, and you just follow along with everything that she says. And they started the circle because there was only a few of us. They started the circle asking, um, 
like our names and what we wanted to do and like our goals and stuff like that. So it was really interesting because there was a girl who she was trying to sell some paintings. There was another uh, woman there who was just submitting some stories to some company. So it was just really cool uh, meeting new people. Nice. I've never meditated before. I mean, do you think it actually helps? Like, Yeah, I had never meditated before. I started uh, actually at the beginning of this year, and it seems overwhelming because my mind, like there's five wheels at a time just spinning and spinning. Um, but it does take a little bit of practice, but it actually helps with like stress and anxiety and all of that stuff. Um, a lot of people get overwhelmed because they think they can't do it, but it is pretty hard. But it gets easier, I think. I mean, it's normal for your mind to fall out of it and not be able to focus on it. So that's you just have to, like, teach yourself the practice, like yoga. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. And what does full moon meditation mean? Is that something specific? Or? Um, it's Well, because it was on the full moon. And so there's, like, a whole thing of it where it's, like, you meditate on full moons um half moons and they all mean something different um this one was kind of like it's a closure of a lot of things in your life and then just moving on to something bigger and better cool i was i was hoping it was like full moon meditation where they play like puppet master like (laughs) why no sorry (laughs) um but all right maybe um, you can start a meditation group i should hire like horror meditation you can have like texas chainsaw massacre like playing the with the uh chainsaws going in the background and stuff Mm -hmm. people might be into that they had um they've done meditation with jason here a couple times in town we we haven't been yet but um maybe one of these days i don't well it's cold now but maybe next fall but what does that involve? It's just meditation with Jason Voorhees. There's a guy, really? <laughs> yeah. There's a guy in town. He's kind of like the Jason Voorhees uh, busker. Is that what they're called, Sam? Mm-hmm. Buskers. Uh, he's like the best one. He, um, so and he's kind of, I guess, uh, the best known Jason. So he runs a meditation group for all of the people around here and stuff. But yeah, never done it. But it seems cool. And a lot of the other. Uh, people like buskers who get dressed up go and do the meditation too so it seems like a really fun time salem is such an interesting place yeah <laughs> like no, where, where else would you have meditation with jason yeah exactly uh right now yeah i mean it's slow times right now um a lot of the shops are starting to close up for the winter and stuff like that um but you know it's still uh you know there's still some we were out last weekend and there were still some tourists um, out and about. Um, busier than we thought, actually. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's not a bit... I'd still say the summer is the best time to come visit. But, um, you know, if, you, if you're if you not into, like, the Halloween scene and just kind of want to come visit Salem, this isn't the worst time of the year to come do that. Um, uh, do they do, like, Christmas stuff? Because it's such a Halloween-heavy town. That oh, yeah, Christmas they do. It's kind of the... Okay. Yeah, they do. There's a, yeah, we're actually, I think it's the day after Thanksgiving, they're doing a tree lighting and Santa comes down from the Hawthorne Hotel for the roof. The fire truck puts the ladder, the fire truck gets the ladder up there. (laughs) It's too bad they didn't have like Krampus too, though. That would be cool, but they are, they do do, um, there's a shop in town called Vamp Fangs. Um, I don't know if you went, we went in there, Steve, or not, but, uh, they, uh, do pictures with Krampus coming up soon, so. 
That oh, very would, cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm sure we'll we'll drop in there and get our picture with Krampus. Um, but yeah, um, that's really a, anyone else got anything? No. Nope. All right. I'm cool. ready to get some. Yeah. Some questions. Social media. Before we jump into that, just a reminder. Um, Super Mega Fest is actually this weekend. Um, I will be there. Um, with um, the rest of the Dorkening crew. So uh, if you, you know, come drop by the Dorkening podcast table, if you will be at Super Mega Fest on Saturday, I will be there Saturday only. Um, the convention is Saturday and Sunday, uh, November 16th and 17th. Uh, you got Carmen Electra, Tony Danza, Edward Furlong, uh, Butch Patrick will be there, uh, the Warriors reunion. Um, so a pretty good con. Um, like not a complete horror con, but there will be some horror guests there. So go and check that out. And uh, I'll have stickers and magnets to give out and whatnot. So come and say hi if you're planning on coming to that. And then of course, Wicked Weekend, which is can you believe it? Like three weeks away now, um, December sixth through the eighth, Stafford Springs, Connecticut, at the Palace Theater. It is going to be um, an awesome time. And, uh, yeah, come check us out at either one of those events, and I'm sure we'll have more planned um, next year. But, uh, all right, Steve, why don't you jump into our social medias for this week? All right, guys, if you'd like to ask your questions, you can do so on social media at Horror Squad Pod. That's on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. Or you can shoot us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. We... Didn't get a ton of questions this week. A few of them I'm going to reserve for when we talk about Dr. Sleep. Uh, There is one that came in last week, though, right after we recorded. So I'm going to read that one first. It's from Derek. He asks, just a general question. What is everyone's personal definition of horror? Like, do things have to be blood and guts, jump scares, etc.? For me, personally, it's all about creating an atmosphere of dread. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's a great example for sure i mean god it's so subjective right like how i mean i don't know what, what, do, you, what do you guys yeah <laughs> that's t- it's tough because horror films have really like i think we've talked about this in the past it's really toying with a lot of different genres now it's not just about scaring or not just about kind of like our movie guts. tonight honestly no, exactly yeah it plays with a lot of genres and a lot of different things and there's you know it really plays with everything. I mean, comedy, drama, uh, you know, uh, action, horror goes all across every genre. So it's tough to define as to what makes it a horror film. And that's why there's a lot of questions. Is this movie horror or not? And it's something I ask myself all the time when I put them into my uh, Blu-ray case, because I have a horror section and non-horror section. It's like, well, this one toes the line. Where do I put it? Um, so it's difficult to say for me, it really comes down to feeling. Uh, did I feel a sense of dread or um, like confusion or it depends on the reaction the movie got out of me. And it's really a case by case basis for me. Right. I think tonality is a big part of it too. I mean, it's just what the filmmaker set out, you know, to make. I mean, cause you know, there's plenty of movies that, you know, the tone isn't, you know, the people be like, Oh, well this movie can, you could classify as a horror movie. I'm like, yeah, but the director wasn't set up setting out to make a movie, like a horror movie there. Or like, the tone wasn't meant to be a horror movie. I was trying to think of one while I was saying that. Cause I've mentioned it on the, on yeah. this show before, but like, um, you know, there's like horrific scenes in movies that aren't technically horror. I mean, I guess like 
say, like, most currently, I guess, The Joker. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but, like, I know that, oh, you know, are some people pe- saying that that's horror? There are people, like, who said there's some, like, horrific scenes. And I know Steve has seen it, so he can yeah. speak better yeah, than it, I can. It, it's more like, it's like psychological horror, I guess, in, in a way. I, I wouldn't consider it the movie horror at all. Right. Uh, but it does have a lot of, like, playing with your mind and... There's a lot of stuff. It's a really great movie, but I wouldn't personally categorize it as horror. But I could see where people would maybe think it's used that way. But mm-hmm. yeah, Sam, you got anything? No, um, pretty much I agree with you guys. Like I just think it depends on how you take it and what scares you. But I would say um, the person who asked that question, all of those things included, like matter. Like it doesn't all have to be like blood and jump scares, right. but like, any just horror element makes it horror to me, I guess. Yeah, I mean, look how many subgenres of horror there right. are. I mean, so, I mean, yeah. But I still wouldn't consider yeah. Brightburn horror, that's just me. <laughs> I, I, put, I would put it in the horror. I can see why, I but I don't know. I mean, just because, like, I don't know. I've already Because it's it, like so a superhero whatever. movie, basically? Yeah, and I mean, just because the kills were brutal. Some of the kills were brutal, and some of them were awesome, but that doesn't make it horror like just because there's like i don't know yeah i mean hey i would class i mean it's a great argument i mean i would classify it as hard you wouldn't I mean, so I it just goes to show do, yeah. yeah yeah there's there's a lot of movies that, like one movie that i always think about that i really find could go either way but no one talks about it as a horror movie is jurassic park sure. it's a movie about dinosaurs which are basically monsters they kill people throughout the whole movie they like you see uh a guy's arm ripped off, you see a goat being eaten, you see a guy getting eaten off the toilet. I mean, it, it's presented almost like a horror film, but I don't see anyone that considers it as a horror film. Yeah. So, But I don't think Steven Spielberg meant to make something horror, right? He meant right. to make a kind of blockbuster film. So in that case, I don't think it's a horror film, but change the tonality a little bit or just present market it differently, and maybe it is a horror film, so. Sure. Yeah. You ever seen you ever seen those trailers where like they cut it to make like horror movies? Oh my god! Movies that aren't movies like horror. Movies. I think like they did one for like Willy Wonka and yeah, Mary Poppins has a great yeah. one called oh. yeah yeah yes called Scary Mary. Uh, that was a great That's one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for the question, Derek. Then we our last uh, person. She asked four questions. So that's Mandy. Uh, four Stephen King questions for your episode this week. The first one is, most underrated Stephen King movie? Oh, God. That's a loaded question. Um, I'm assuming we'll stick just with horror. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Um, You know, I really like Thinner. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just off the top of my head, I'm sure there's ones I'm missing or not thinking of, but I've always liked that one. It, It definitely won... I think that could use a remake because yeah. it has that made for TV movie feel to it, but uh, still a really good movie and I still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Um, I feel like I only really know the more of the popular ones. There's a bunch. There's so many. There's a lot. Yeah. 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 I'll have <laughs> yeah. to look up a list. All right. And for me, uh, while you're looking it up, I'd probably say like needful things. Uh, oh, it's not su- super I've horror. I've never seen it. Yeah, that's it. It's a good one, Scott. I think it's Max von Sydow as the uh, the main guy, and okay. it's a guy who owns a shop, and he's kind of like the devil, and it's it's, it's a typical Stephen King you know, story, uh, but it's pretty good. And I think 
I, well, you guys haven't seen it, right? I think it's super no. underrated. People just don't watch it. I know it's my wife's, like, one of her favorites, so. Nice. Yeah, I'd probably say that. Is Silver Bullet Stephen King? Yeah. Yep. It is. Okay, I really yeah. like that movie. That's a good one, too. A lot yeah. of people seem to shit on that one, but I really like that one. What about the Cat's Eye? I remember Cat's Eye's great, yeah. That, that's great, too, yeah. yeah. It doesn't get talked a lot about a lot, either. No. So that's, that's a good one. Have you guys yeah. seen The Mangler? I have. It's terrible. Is it? The Mangler, no. <laughs> the Mangler's awful. Robert England's in that one, actually. Oh, great. But it, it's, about like a, it's about like a killer boiler. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Dreamcatcher. I actually like that one. Uh, you know, I don't think I've ever fully watched the whole thing. Like, really? I've seen bits and pieces, yeah. but yeah, I never sat down and watched it fully. Maximum Overdrive. Oh, yeah, it's classic. I, well, that one's like one where... You Is it like a killer truck or something? Yeah. You either kind of love it or hate it type thing. All right. Um, speaking of Stephen King movies, she also asked, what's the most overrated Stephen King movie? Ooh. Overrated? Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. It is tough. Uh, I got one If uh, while you guys are thinking about it. Sure. I think uh, It from 1990 is overrated. Sure. Uh, I, I think Take Away Tim Curry and the movie really isn't that good <laughs> yeah. at all. Fair enough. Uh, it was completely on his shoulders. Now, the first half isn't bad. The second half is horrible. Mm-hmm. Just terrible acting and terrible dialogue and barely any Pennywise, which is such a shame because you have one of the best horror performances, in my opinion, ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'd say it is overrated. Okay. Oh, man. I don't know. There's, like, nothing jumping out at me right now. Like, Oh, I know, because the ones that I know of, I'm like, you I like, like that's yeah, overrated. I, I like, so I'm right? not going to say that's overrated. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of The Stand, but is that movie regarded, like, as great? <laughs> uh, no, I don't yeah, think so. not really. I don't know. I don't yeah. have a... I would need to do a little more research on this one, so I don't have a good answer for you. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think you touched about the, on this a little bit there, but which Stephen King film would you like to see remade? Yeah, I mean, Thinner for sure. I, I think that one is, would be ripe. I, 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 I'd say Pet Cemetery again, since they dropped the <laughs> ball on it this time <laughs> yeah. around. So I would like to see a, a better Pet Cemetery remake for sure. All right. Um, misery, misery. Oh man, I don't think so. I well, Kathy because Bates like is so I had classic. seen it for the first yeah. time not too long ago, so I could I'm not attached to it. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, for me, it would have been The Stand, but they are remaking it. Yep. So I don't really think that counts anymore. Uh, so if it's not The Stand, I would say The Langoliers. I think there's a great story there, but the movie that was made in the '90s is so cheesy. And the computer graphics in it are just horrible. Yeah. Uh, like, the, the actual Langoliers look just terrible. And I think it would be awesome to see that remade. Did you see Dark Tower? Because I heard it was terrible, but I never watched it. You know, you know what? Uh, I, I didn't think it was that terrible. Okay. I, I thought it, it wasn't great. You know, my, my wife, that's her favorite series of books. Um, but uh, it's just, it, they tried to put too much in one movie. Right? It's a seven-book series that they smushed into one film. You just can't do that. You know, yeah. it, it, it needs. I think they're remaking it though for another like, like a series, and I think that would be better suited for this story. But it wasn't bad. I, I, I'll honestly, I, I kind of enjoyed it. All right. 
I got a question for you guys. Best non-horror Stephen King movie, or your oh, favorite? Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Even, I yeah, yeah my, mine as well for sure. Yeah, it's my, it's my number. <laughs> it's my number one film. Period. Like all time like yeah. ever. So it's, it's an easy, uh, easy one for me. I would agree. Well, I was gonna ask if you guys have seen Stuck in Love. Stuck in Love. What's, 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 what's Stuck in Love? I don't. I guess it's, it's Stephen one of King. Yeah, thing? I was like, oh, interesting. I mean, it kind of looks like a rom com, but. Weird. I haven't seen it, but I was like, oh, looks so different compared to everything else he's done. <laughs> Stuck in love. <laughs> um, all right. And her final question, which Stephen King film that doesn't currently have a sequel would you like to see a sequel to? Um, what was the question? I'm sorry. Okay. Which Stephen King film that doesn't currently have a sequel would you like to see a sequel to? Ooh. Yeesh. Um, huh. All the good ones have the sequels already, but because or don't need, or don't or, need yeah, one, or don't right? need them, right? Um, yeesh. All right, Cujo. All let's right, get, let's get another killer dog movie in there. No, for sure. That no, that that that'd be that'd be cool. I mean, why not, right? Yeah, I mean, because uh, like I, the, the Carrie already had a sequel. Pet Cemetery already had a sequel, and those are like ones I would probably say, but they already have them. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so I, I had time to think about this one because I got the question like early this morning, and it might sound super weird. Stop cheating, Steve. Yeah, you know. That'd be <laughs> <good>. <laughs> um, I'd like to see a sequel to Chief Woodenhead, the Creep Show Two. Uh, uh, like, oh yeah, like uh, thing in my head where I'm thinking of like it's it's like today and people want to take over that reservation from the Native Americans and this big company kind of moves in to build a casino and the only thing that can save them is Chief Woodenhead and I see it like a slasher type revenge film on the corporations that try to steal Native's land. Yeah, so that there, there's my pitch for a sequel to Chief Woodenhead. Nice. And Todd, I agree. Just, Todd just joined us. Oh, God. Todd, your mic sounds what awful. That? <laughs> Uh-oh, I'll drop out. All right. <laughs> Super. What about a sequel you... to 1408? That'd be a good one, I think. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Just like a whole different story, like someone else experiencing 1408. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or even a prequel, because uh, in the book, they talk about all the people who were there before oh. in that room. So I think it'd be interesting to see what they went through and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, and that's that's all the questions that we had that weren't uh, Shining related. All righty, cool. All right, well, thanks, everyone, for those questions. Um, all right, well, let's, while Todd's working on his technical difficulties, um, let's just jump into some horror news. Um, all right, well, actually, Todd might be back here. Todd? Is that better? No. <laughs> Goodbye. I, I think you just need to turn down your mic volume. Okay, I'll come back. All right, cool. All right, well, Todd's, <laughs> once again, <laughs> while Todd's working on those uh, issues here, um, award-winning content, folks, for you guys right here. Um, um, all right, let's jump in horror news here. All right, uh, Steve, why don't you, I know you said you had a little bit of horror news for us. Yeah, I just had one that I wanted to talk about. Uh, it's not super horror, but it's kind of relevant to something these days. Sure. Uh, Disney Plus just launched their subscription service, and Bloody Disgusting listed uh, a, like a handful of movies 
that might interest horror fans. So I'm going to read them to you and see yeah. if you have any comments about any of them. Yeah. So there's Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, The Black Cauldron, The Black Hole, Don't Look Under the Bed, Escape to Witch Mountain, There's Two Frankenweenies, Gargoyles TV Show, The Haunted Mansion, Halloween Town High, Halloween Town, Halloween Town 2, uh, Calabar's Revenge, Hocus Pocus, uh, Lose Some Ghosts, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, Mr. Boogity, Nightmare Before Christmas, Return to Halloween Town, Return to Oz, The Scream Team, and Zombies. Some good, so if you're, some good titles in there. Yeah, so if you're a Disney fan and you like Halloween or horror, those are some recommendations from Bloody Disgusting. Yeah, and uh, also what I had just read is that you can watch Hocus Pocus in 4K um, for the first time yes. ever on Disney+. Plus. Don't so. eat it. It's already great. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to see it in Ultra HD, go and check out um, that on Disney+, Plus, which I just found out. we If you have a Verizon account and have unlimited data, you get a free year of Disney Plus here. And I don't know if that's oh, wow. in Canada too, but here in the States. If, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I just found that out. So we, I will be signing up. Um, for Disney Plus, it you could be uh, an existing customer too and get that if you have the unlimited data plan. So, if you got it, go and get your free Disney Plus for a year. Um, all right. So, so which, which of those titles which do you think you would watch? Uh, I mean, Halloween Town probably. I mean, we've watched it so many times though. I guess I'd probably go for something a little I haven't seen in a while. So maybe um like Mister Boogity. Because I remember that one being pretty creepy as a kid. Or um, even Gargoyles, mm-hmm. the TV show. I was a big fan of that, yeah. too. Same, same for you, Sam? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's too bad they don't have the sequel to Mr. Boogity, Bride of Mrs. Mr. Boogity. So hopefully they add that in the future. But I didn't even great. know that it's, was a thing. Yeah, oh, it's definitely a thing. <laughs> and right. uh, hopefully they'll add it. But the service is already pretty good. I've used it for a few days now. And... Uh, Look forward to watching some of these titles and reviewing them in our watches in the future. All right. Todd, how's that mic working out for you? I'm, a, I'm afraid to try. It's just really, really, really echoey. Mm. Right, you guys yeah. keep going. It's, I mean, it doesn't sound as bad right now, but it's still a what, little... What about now? That's like, worse. Are you really close <laughs> to it? Can you put a sock over your mic? I can put my... Yeah, let me try all right. We'll just stay on, Todd, and we'll 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 continue on. What um, about now? That's better. Better. Well, I want it to be good. Not I don't want to annoy people. I'm yeah, already annoying people as it is. It's like it's <laughs> no, echoey. It's it sounds like you're in like a room that has a lot of echo or something. I don't know. But it, you guys just keep going. I'm gonna top off. Okay. Um. All right. So, um, file this under another reason to not go and see Blumhouse's remake of Black Christmas. Um, because it, it has just been announced that this will be the first Black Christmas movie ever to be rated PG-13. <laughs> um, so it will be rated PG-13 for violence, terror, thematic content involving sexual assault, language, sexual material, and drinking. Um, yeah, I mean, this movie doesn't even look like a Black Christmas movie. I mean, they've completely changed the plot. Yeah. I don't even think... Um, Billy is in this. It's Billy, right? I think. Yeah, Who's the killer? He's not even in this one. I mean, so, I mean, this one just seems like a complete cash grab from the beginning. And the fact now that it's rated PG-13, it's just not geared towards, I don't think, actual horror fans. 
So that's just... yeah. I don't know personally. Uh, uh, even though I think the movie doesn't look that great, and I'm not interested in seeing this one at all, uh, I think PG-13 doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. I mean, A Quiet Place was PG-13. Sure. And that movie was but, awesome. Yeah, and it had... this is Black Yeah, this is like a slasher yeah. movie. Oh, come on. Black Christmas is my jam. I do agree with you, though, Steve, for sure. Like, PG-13 doesn't necessarily mean bad horror movie, but with a, mo- sty- with a movie style like this, it's just, I don't think. It'd be like if, like, a child, like Child's Player, Nightmare on Elm Street, or Friday the 13th was, like, a PG-13 rated, you know? Right. Yeah, but we'll see. Uh, well, I won't, but someone will see. Well, we'll see. I mean, I'm sure we'll, me and Sam will go and see it, and I mean, maybe we'll review it on the pod. And let us know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, all right, so um, the next bit of news is uh, a pretty interesting one. Um, it has just been um, uncovered by Bloody Disgusting. Um, they got the exclusive for this one, so kudos to them. But they found out that um, Nightmare on Elm Street's rights have reverted back to Wes Craven's estate. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, the way it works is um, after... So people who, like, created the uh, story or the character, after 35 years, you can go back and um, put in a reclaim of ownership for that original uh, work, even Mm -hmm. if it's been passed on. Kind of like what's happening right now with the Friday the 13th um, franchise. Um, but yeah, they um, they retook it after, uh, as this is the 35th year anniversary of the original Nightmare on Elm Street, um, the family got um, legal rights back to it. So what that means, we don't know, but we know it is at least in good hands, and it is now up to them to decide which studio they want to go with or which studio they want to sell the rights to. So, I mean, I think this is all good news um, for the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, and well, I mean, it's been quite a long time i mean what the remake is the last one it's been a while since we've seen one hopefully we get um a new night run elm street soon soon uh, you're being too impatient <laughs> relax <laughs> this just happened <laughs> I, i'm just i'm just i'm just such a fan of the franchise no, i just wanted I to see after the mistake that was the yeah. remake i just want it to you know go back in the right track here but we shall see, Todd. Yes. <laughs> um. Uh, Does it work? That's a little bit better. The feedback. Hold on, wait. Yeah, I think you're all right now. Okay. Yeah, that's better. All right, Todd. Did you hear about that though? Uh, the rights to Nightmare on Elm Street have reverted back to Wes Craven. Wes Craven's estate. I did. Excited for it. Yeah. Very cool. All right, um, next piece of news um, is, oh, if you're going to be attending Monster Mania Convention um, in March, uh, for the first time ever, if you are a Jason X fan, Kane Hodder will be in Uber Jason costume for the first time ever. So if you will be attending that con, that will be a really awesome, um, if you're a Jason X fan, that's a really cool um, photo op right there, Kane Hodder. As Uber Jason. Uh, all right. Oh, big, big news here. I know Steve, being the big Ghostbuster fan, he is very excited about this. Bill Murray has officially been confirmed for Ghostbusters yes. 2020. So um, it was confirmed, apparently, by uh, Dan Aykroyd. And he also confirmed that Ernie Hudson would also be back 
So, um, yeah, some really exciting news there. Um, the new film currently centers on a family that moves back home to a small town where they, um, where they learn more about who they are. So I'm assuming we find out that they're related maybe somehow to the Ghostbuster mythos or something like that. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so far, confirmed cast also includes Paul Rudd, Finn Wolfhard, uh, Oliver Cooper, Finn. and, yes, and All Logan right, Kim, Finn. Ghostbusters, slated to return July 10th, 2020. So who's Finn going to be related to? Mm, probably, I'm going to guess... I'm gonna guess. Do, you think, do you think it's Dana's kid? Oh, you got some feedback going on there, Todd. Nope, not anymore. You're good. Um, Dana's kid? We keep losing Todd. Sorry, folks. Um, uh, I, I think that, that'll be... Um, Paul Rudd's character might play Oscar. Like, that, oh, yeah. yeah. I could <laughs> that, that's that. why... I, I, because it just time-wise, it's yeah. 30 years ago, so it wouldn't really make sense to, uh, to have Finn Wolfhard as that kid right i think he i don't know maybe he's like harold ramus's like grandkid or something who knows so, see that, that that would make maybe more sense or even yeah. harold ramus's kid right so to kind of keep egon's spirit alive yeah 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 we shall see um todd todd's house continues to be haunted by the ghosts which is why he's having those yeah. technical <laughs> difficulties i'm sure um all right and some he needs a ghostbuster he does, exactly. he, does. he needs them over there stacked um, actually, funny, uh, Dan Ackroyd was actually here last weekend in town, in, uh, the next town over. We didn't end up going, but he was signing balls of his crystal skull vodka. We drove by and they had a few of the Ghostbusters cars out there. So that was pretty cool. Nice. Um, and from what I heard, he's like, he'll sign like anything. Like they specifically said he wasn't signing anything, but apparently people brought stuff and he signed like for everybody. So if, uh, any of, if he's coming around to you, keep an eye out. Um, and just bring your posters and stuff, and he'll sign it, I guess, even though they say he won't. Um, but yeah, everyone said he was super nice. Um, all right, in some massive news, we have found out this week, Scream is officially returning. Um, Spyglass uh, Pictures has officially gotten the rights um, to the movie. Um, they also got the rights to Hellraiser, which they will also be remaking. Uh, but apparently Spyglass landed the rights um, uh, through Cineworld Group, blah, 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 but who, a company that went through bankruptcy, and they were able to get the rights to Scream. So Scream is coming back. I think they should just reboot it. I don't think we need a, another sequel, but we'll see what they Great. do with Yeah, we'll see what they end up doing with it. But, uh, yeah, Ghostface... Will be returning um, probably sooner rather than later. Um, all right, you guys want to do a trailer? Hell yeah! I guess so. All right, <laughs> which one do you want to do first, Mandela or the other? One? Uh, the other one. Okay. All right, let's do the trailer for Blumhouse's The Invisible Man, um, starring Elizabeth Moss. We just watched the trailer a little bit ago. What did you guys think of The Invisible Man? Reboot, which will be, which is the first movie actually that's going to be part of this Universal Monster relaunch that Blumhouse is starting. I mean, I'm excited. I'm not like overly excited, but the seeing the trailer uh, made me more excited rather than just being meh when people were starting to talk about it. 
Yeah. I love Elizabeth Small, so I'm excited to see it. Okay. Steve? Yeah, uh, I like where they're going with it. It seems to be kind of a revenge, like, slash... Almost like he's presenting himself as a ghost as opposed to just being an invisible man, which I kind of like. Uh, I, I trust Lee Wynell can make something good out of it. Now, I don't have a lot of faith on this re-reboot of uh, the universe. I think you don't really need that. You could have individual stories off the Universal Monsters and it'd be just as good. So, But the movie itself, from the trailer, looks pretty decent. I'll go see it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I... I had high hopes, but after the trailer, I feel like they really, like, gave the whole movie away in this trailer. Um, well, that's the thing about trailers. Like, I hate when we watch them. Like, yeah. I just, I fucking hate trailers these days. <laughs> it's literally the whole movie, every It depends trailer. on the trailer, honestly, because, like, the, um, the Doctor Sleep trailer didn't give a lot away, I didn't think. Um, but this one, like, I felt like gave away, like, the entire like plot the of the movie, movie yeah. yeah, and they gave away like uh, it's and actually, they, yeah. and they gave away like some of the kills that are going to happen too, like and some of the characters oh, that are going to die. Uh, Lee Wynell actually addressed this on Twitter, and he said the trailer was cut in a way to mislead you as to what the movie is really going to be about. Oh, and okay, then, I like that. Then. Yeah. Okay, so he he actually specified that once the trailer was released, so sure. people did marketing. Yeah. Well, they right. should learn a lot from Pet Cemetery because they fucking totally dropped the ball on that trailer when they, you know, showed that the big plot twist is that that, that the girl yeah. died instead of Gage. And, I mean, I think that movie would have been way more effective had I not known that. Yeah. Um, and they, I, I mean, thinking. they completely fucked that up. Uh, but yeah, I don't. Todd, did you watch the Invisible Man trailer? If your mic's Sounded good. I'm scared to talk. No, oh, that's better. Great. That's better. Much better. I'm gonna not move at all. <laughs> Don't breathe. It's that damn freaking nun. It's the ghost man. Yeah. I'm in the same call, exact spot. You need to call the Ghostbusters. I need to call Steve over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about? Uh, the Invisible Man. Did you were you able to catch the trailer for that? I I think it looks pretty great, to be honest. Uh, I like him as a director and a writer, so I'm I'm thrilled actually. I like the I like what Sam said. Um, what's the girl's name? She's good in everything. So yeah, she is. yeah Elizabeth Moss. Mm-hmm. All right, awesome. Uh, all right, uh, another bit of news. So we have Scream coming back, but also Paranormal Activity has been announced for a new film set for 2021, um, March 19th, 2021. To be exact, um, it will be um, I, apparently a, another sequel. It's not going to be a reboot. Uh, the first movie since The Ghost Dimension, which came back in 2015, which I that's the only one I haven't seen yet. I haven't seen that yeah. one either. But, um, yeah, so it's going to be the seventh installment um, in the series. No title or details yet. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, what do you guys think? Are you excited for another Paranormal Activity movie, or do you think... They should have just left it dead. How many is this going to be? Ah, uh, the seventh. What the hell? I'll watch it. <laughs> I didn't even know there was... I didn't know there were six, to be honest. Yeah, well, you had the first three, right? And then, I guess it was four. I, I just remember the marked ones being, like, that side one that happened. Yeah, with the get in the apartment complex. The the Spanish family, yeah. yeah. I've seen one and two. I don't I don't like the series, so I'll pass. All right. Ghost Dimension is actually go... pretty good, though. Was it? Uh, yeah, I never saw it. Did yeah. it like? Did it wrap up the story? Or because I know not really. It's it's not. Okay. 
it's it's a part of the same universe, not so much a sequel. Uh, kind of like the other one was, you know, the marked ones, or oh. it's 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 more like a kind of spin-off than it is a sequel. Yeah, so I, don't, I don't know. I'm not that excited about it, but yeah. who knows? So I'll keep an open mind, but I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch it, but yeah, I'm, you know, I, I actually do like the Paranormal Activity franchise, though. So um, I'll give it a watch, and I guess I'll watch Ghost Dimension just be a completist, so to be ready for this next one. Um, all right, uh, just a couple more things here. Um, R.L. Stein and HBO are going to be teaming up for an anthology series based on his um, scholastic books, um, Point Horror, which I never read any of those. Like, those must have been after his Goosebumps days. Um, but yeah, apparently, um, so HBO Max is developing uh, the, the anthology series um, with R.L. Stein on board. It's described as an anthology series that exposes the horrors of being a teenager. Each episode of the show will be inspired by one of the books in the series, told for today's audiences, but with a nostalgic nod to the 1990s. Hmm. So they kind of look like the Fear Street books, actually, Mm -hmm. now that I'm looking at them. But yeah, so that'll be fun. Um, You know, with the success of uh, Goosebumps and Scary Stories of the Tall in the Dark recently, I'm sure... uh, Not Goosebumps, I'm sorry. Are You Afraid of the Dark? And um, Scary Stories of the Tall in the Dark, I'm sure this is... Um, the reason they're going this route. But yeah, I'm excited for it. The has been happening before Are You Afraid of the Dark and Scary Story. Yeah, but they haven't rebooted it. Well, yeah, but I'm saying with the movies, like, it'll obviously Yeah, that's true, too, the movies, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, it'll be, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'll check it out for sure. Yeah. All right, Um, let's see if I got anything else here. I don't think I have much else here. What, one more trailer? Yes, we got the one more trailer. Yes. So let's talk about that, because I know Sam did a little homework as well she wants to talk about after the trailer. Uh, but um, we watched uh, the trailer for The Mandela Effect. And, you know, I know a lot of you out there probably know what The Mandela Effect is. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this a new movie coming out here. Um, we watched the trailer. What were you guys' thoughts on The Mandela Effect? Okay. I'm obsessed with all things conspiracy theory, Mandela Effect, um, alternate universes, glitches, all of that. But the trailer, I kind of laughed the whole time because I felt like they could have made it a little more creepier and spookier. It's kind of, I don't know. It kind of reminded me of, like, I don't know. It looked uh, really low budget. Yeah, it's like um, kind the of effects, The effects looked really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the storyline looked okay, and then, like, yeah, once they started getting into, like, the Berenstein Bears, and the, like, I was like, okay, this is a little corny, yeah. um, and then it just kind of kept getting worse and worse as the trailer went along, so will I watch it? Sure, but uh, yeah. my expectations are not very high for it. I feel like I've already seen this movie before. Uh, James Rolfe did an episode of the Angry Video Game Nerd on this exact uh, scenario with the Berenstein oh. Bears. Yeah, it was a good episode. He presented it as a horror, kind of mini horror film. And yeah, so I've already seen this in a way. And the trailer didn't really do it for me, although I love the Mandela effect. There's mm-hmm. some things that I even believe from that. I, I wrote down a few things that were examples of Mandela effects. And there's one in particular in this that really bothers me. Uh, I'll talk about it a little later. I think, Sam, you did some preparation, so I'm assuming that's kind of where you're going with it. Yeah, I don't know if I have the one you're talking about, but you can... Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it after your list. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Do the list. 
Well, Todd, are you excited about it? What did you say? I mirror exactly what you said, Sam. Oh, so okay. I'm, I'm interested in what you guys Todd, use I Steve's list. I love that we are always on the same page. <laughs> you know, I was going to say about really Eli. Are. Eli, I had, oh, I agree with what Sam said. <laughs> <laughs> You're just joking. No, I'm not. Like, the, the scares were too much, too fast, all at yeah. one time. It was like, you, know, you got to pace it out a little bit. It's like binge eating a bag of Cheetos, yeah. pretty much. Do you want to give your mini uh, review of it since you're talking <laughs> about it? Uh, I share all your thoughts, basically. It would have been better as a straight possession film. Or if they would have, like, I don't know. It, it was yeah. just a mix. Too, it was too mixy, you know? Decide on one thing and go with it. Yeah. I... And I was a little bit closer to Sam with the predicting it. I didn't think he was like the son of the devil or anything, but um, with uh, the girl being outside, I thought she was a ghost um, that was coming to him and shit. And it's super weird that the devil railed that girl and the dad's okay with it. And with Steve or some, I think a listener asked um, if he would have left her or not. I definitely would have left her because there's no way he would agree to that in the first place. So. Yeah, there's my thoughts. Uh, six six out of ten for me. All right. Okay. Well, Sam, I know you did a little research based on the Mandela Effect movie. Just a little research, okay. not too much. Let's <laughs> not get too serious here. Right. Um, okay, so I just jotted down a few of the more of the popular ones, I guess, popular Mandela effects, and I was going to read them and see what you guys remember or what they were in your universe and see if they were different from maybe my universe um and i wrote some of these so some of them were in the trailer for the mandela effect movie um so i don't even know if i want to bring those up but okay starting off (laughs) what's the most famous quote in silence of the lambs that everyone says Ooh, i know this one wait hello clarice Okay. Yeah, it's, it's good evening, Clarice. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, I always thought it was hello, Clarice, too. Right. Hello, Clarice. But he says good evening. Good evening, Clarice. Yeah. It's fucked up. That is fucked up. But is it because, like, someone just misquoted it? And That's then, like, what I everyone just, I, It just, like, caught off. I, I remember that line in Cable Guy. So I wonder <laughs> if people watched that and just thought that was true yeah oh does he say hello he does in uh the cable guy yeah i was like because i yeah i mean that makes sense you hear a quote and then you say it because they talked about the um shit what's that tom hanks movie oh forrest gump yeah where everyone life is like a box of chocolates right wait what is it he says life is like a box of chocolates but he really says life was like a box of chocolates yeah something like that and so it's like if i misheard the quote i'm just gonna say the wrong one but okay moving along what are some famous peanut butters that you guys know of. Jif. What else? Skippy. Peter Pan. Great value. (laughs) Exactly, right? (laughs) Kroger. Um, Well, Joe had mentioned it. A lot of people uh, get Jiffy confused with Jif, which is actually Jif peanut butter. So there's no Jiffy peanut butter? No, they think that people get it confused with the peanut butter Skippy, so they say Jiffy. Oh, Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, uh, and then for the Monopoly man, did he have the monocle or did he not? See, I always thought he did, but in this trailer, I find out that he doesn't have yeah. He never did have a monocle. Remember in Ace Ventura Part 2? Yes, when he's like... Where he makes fun of him, and he puts, a, man- he puts yeah. a monocle on. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah. I think they fusions with Mr. Peanut. Yeah, a lot of people do say that. All right. <laughs> What's that one movie where it was about the genie? Aladdin? No, back in the nineties. Oh it god, had... I this this one Dude. I never understood the Sinbad and that you, you know what? the genie movie. I never remember Sinbad doing a genie movie. I don't either. I, I'm gonna tell you what. <laughs> 100 percent when i went to a video store in the 1980s there was it was a yellow box and sinbad had a blue genie suit and it was called shazam 100 percent i remember that there was a movie called shazam but it's shack is the genie it's it's, it's kazam oh kazam okay but i remember sinbad specifically in a blue genie outfit on a yellow box all right. It just it, that it, this one that was drives my mind. Universe. Yeah. I guess yeah. I, yeah. When did I don't switch? recall the, this one. So, but that's interesting. Okay. Well, and too, Steve, I'm wondering if you think because for the movie Kazam, one of the previews that they showed before the movie was um, the first kid that had Sinbad, and he actually, I think he wore like a blue suit. So maybe that's why you're getting that confused. He says he remembers at the video store, though. That's yeah, I, I know. I know it, it didn't didn't happen, right? I read all about <laughs> this, and maybe it's because I'm a little older than you guys, so maybe it's a thing more from the eighty, like from my generation <laughs> in the eighties. But I I vividly remember that and when I read on the internet that it wasn't a thing. It blew my mind. Yeah, that's the Bar the Berenstein Bears one still blows my mind because like yeah, I still remember too. it being Berenstein, not Berenstein. So that yeah. one, that one blows my mind the most. Okay, then. Joe already took the <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, in Star Wars, what's the famous quote that everyone oh, says? Luke, I am your father. Yes. Search your feelings. Does anyone know what it actually is, though? Yeah. No, no, no Luke. Father. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Is that weird? That is weird, yeah. You know I, I saw Star Wars so much, though, yeah. I think I, that's another one that was, like, misquoted in another pop culture movie or something, yeah. and then, like, it just catches on. Do you think they had to misquote it for, like, copyright reasons, maybe? I don't know. See, I remember in Tommy Boy, is it, yeah, is it Tommy Boy, when, when Chris Farley's like, Luke, I am your father. He's singing it, saying it to the fan. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, last one, guys. In the Fairtale Snow White, what does the evil queen say? Into the mirror. Magic mirror, mirror, mirror on the wall. Oh, yeah. See, Todd <laughs> thinks it's mirror, mirror, and Steve said magic mirror. It's I actually, think it's mirror, mirror, too. It's actually magic, magic mirror. mirror. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? Do you guys have any ones that always stick out to you? Yeah. There's one more for me. Uh, Looney Tunes, mm-hmm. I thought was T-O-O-N-S, but it's actually T-U-N-E-S. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause That's the- like, What? They were like a band, so of course. I think I thought it was T O O N S too. Yeah. Wait, they were a band. It's like, the, like at the end, <laughs> like didn't they squeeze out of that little hole and they all had instruments or something? Uh, that's remember. another one. It's another Mandela <laughs> effect. <laughs> I'm not sure if they did or not. Let me look. <laughs> I'm pretty sure because that's why it was called Looney Tunes. <laughs> Oh. And two, because all of the instrumental. Uh, and, and, and another one I read that was interesting. Uh, what, what does the logo for, um, what's that uh, our underwear brand, uh, Fruit of the Loop, look like? 
like couple of, like cherries or something. Fruit no, of the like loom. Thanksgiving things. Yeah. Like basket. Thing. Yeah, it was. Not, it's like a basket of fruit, I thought, or something. Exactly. There is no basket. It never. Oh, was. it's just fruit. Okay. It, it, it's, 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 it's just a pile of fruit. God damn it! <laughs> but see, I I also remember the basket kind of leaning forward and everything. What's that called? Apparently, that never happened. Cornucopia. Ah, uh, yeah, kind of. That's like the Thanksgiving thing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So strange. It is. Do you guys believe in glitches? Like, what is that? Like a matrix glitch? Yes. Oh. Like things like a. Like Todd. You could have sworn there was. Todd was glitching. (laughs) I don't even know where I'm at. Well, I I guess the other day, I drive by this house every day, and I just noticed their playhouse outside. I'm like, oh, well, that's new. (laughs) It's not. So like, I think we just grow accustomed to our environment. We just ignore shit. Mm -hmm. Sure. Like when sometimes I'll drive to work and I don't even remember driving there. I'm like, how the fuck did I get here? Like, I don't remember the whole drive, you know, just like, I think I had read somewhere that if you're able to do that, then you're also very susceptible. Set. What word? We can do something easy. Susceptible. There you go. Susceptible. To being hypnotized. Oh. Okay. I tried to. I uh, did a hypnotist show once, and I went up there to try, and it didn't work for me. But I tried that too. was like in a big environment, so I had to so, act like yeah. it actually worked. I don't want to feel like <laughs> oh, an no. asshole. Oh no! She just pretended to be hypnotized all the time. Yeah. Like <laughs> That's so lame. <laughs> I didn't want to embarrass him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, gotta call. So what'd you do? Club. Just act like an idiot? <laughs> yeah, I was like one of the first ones, so he put me off the stage because I think he could tell. He, yeah, he knew you were faking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What did you have to do? Anything good? I don't. I had to sit like on some guy's lap, and then I was like, "This is fucking weird." Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. All right. <laughs> there's All there's right. a porn in there somewhere. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Well, the Mandela effect. Go and see it, or maybe not. I don't really know it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Sam, for looking up uh, those fun Mandela effects Anytime. for us. All right, so, uh, all right. Well, I'll let Todd take over, but I think we're into what watch now, Todd. Are we? I believe so. To, uh, what all watch right. or trivia? Those are the next two. Let's, all right, let's do some what watched. Did you guys see Adam's Family? No, not yet. Okay, I saw that. You did? Steve? No. Nope. No, I didn't. Okay, well, I'll save that once you guys see it. Was um, it good, though? Did you like it? I really enjoyed it. It was a good little family film. Uh, it's got a couple adult humor stuff in there that's pretty funny too that went over my kids' heads, but me and my wife were like, "What the fuck?" But um, I watched. Uh, let's see, it's not horror, but I watched Terminator: Dark Fate, and uh, I'm just gonna pretend that part one and two are where the series and three. It's not well. This this new three is not terrible, but it has a lot of the current social shit going on, like um. Me too, which is you know a good movement, but not for like a predator, or not for a Terminator movie to have in it, you know. Uh, and then like um, the Mexican border shit going on, it, it it throws all that stuff in there, and it becomes like a social statement, and it's just not needed. And the way they shoehorn Arnold Schwarzenegger in there is just completely obliterates the the ending of Terminator Two. Um, so it's they need to stop. They're never going to capture it again. And I had faith in Tim Miller because he did. I think Tim Miller did a Deadpool, but this one it's it's passable if you just watch as a standalone, but not as a like a a true part three. So I'll leave it at that. Plus, it bombs. So I don't think they're gonna make another one. 
Uh, I watched Crepitus, which is a um, new horror movie starring Bill Mosley, who plays like the lead character, Crepitus. He's like a killer, clown, demon type thing. Um, oh my god, this movie is so fucking terrible. It's it's going to be in my worst of the year, no doubt about it. Um, so basically it's about like these two girls um, that, you know, that, that have like this like alcoholic mom. They're like forced to like live in this house that you know, basically crepitous inhabits or whatever. Um, but, oh, my God, it's so terribly acted um, by the two lead um, young girls in it. Um, super low budget. Um, the mom is super annoying. It's just the acting. Yeah, I cannot get past the acting. It, it is so just bad. And then the whole movie is shot in one, like, location. But it just gets, like, super boring. Um yeah, it, it's really fucking bad, and I had kind of high hopes for it, honestly, because I had seen, like, a little bit of buzz about it with mostly playing this, you know, creepy clown, and some of the imagery pictures I saw looked cool and stuff, but, oh, yeah, it, it was terrible. Uh, 100% skip it. I'll think about skipping it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, is, it a, is it a laundry movie? No, not <laughs> Not all. even? Not even. No. Okay. All right. Don't waste your time. Okay. What do you guys got? Uh, well, I was going to say, maybe I'll skip it, maybe I won't. And speaking of skipping, go yeah. ahead and skip me, because I haven't watched anything. Yeah, huh? You watched something you watched. said you never watched before, or you don't remember watching it. What was it? This is Chainsaw Massacre, the original. Oh, my God! Yeah! What? Yeah! How does that happen? You're telling me. I. You're telling me. I mean... What was it on? Did oh we just I, it was on Netflix. To watch yeah, it. I just threw it on Netflix when we were, clean, were we, when I was oh, cleaning. We cleaning. Yeah, I was, I was cleaning too. Don't yeah, we were go. cleaning. Yeah, I didn't go there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I fucking loved it, and I was like, I don't even remember if I've seen this. Like in my mind, the one that I remember the first was um, the bullshit with Matthew McConaughey, which I like that one. I know a lot of people don't, but I remember renting that one from Blockbuster when I would always stay at my friend's house, but. Yeah, and I was telling Joe, I was just, like, standing there watching the whole time. I was like, this really holds up still, like, really well. It's, like, brutal and everything. Obviously, it's Texas Chainsaw, but, yeah, I'm just really shocked and disappointed in myself. Yeah, I hadn't watched it in a few years, and, yeah, it does, I mean, it holds up so good. So and it's good. Just so, it's so just, disturbing. it still, like, like it, has that disturbing yeah. feel to it. It just looks like that raw, grainy feel to it. It's yeah. so good. If they released it now, like, what it is, and you see it, I'd be like, oh, shit, this movie's amazing. Do you know what I mean when I say that? Yeah. Yeah, like, the quality is, it's like, I don't know, I just really liked it. Yeah. I, I, I think our age group would like it, but there's this guy at work, I've been, you know, having horror movies, giving horror movies to, and he's 21, and he did not like it. He said it was corny and cheap, and he thought the remake was better, and I was like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> but I think it's just... Yeah, yeah it's not like, a lot of young people see it. Yeah, it's yeah. the same with my my brother. He's twenty one, and he says he likes the he considers the original Halloween boring, and he likes the Rob Zombie mm-hmm. Halloween better. Oh my god! I know. <laughs> well, yeah, but I think it just depends on what you see first, like because well, they have a shorter extension. Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, you're fine. No, I was just saying. I think it's what you see first because I feel like. Well, you saw the. I know you. Oh, I know you love the Texas Chainsaw remake with Beals, but and you saw that over the original. Would you 
which say, one do I which like one better? Would you like better? Yeah. I mean, I would say the remake because I the saw that one, first. Yeah. yeah, just because. So you just prefer it, yeah. I mean, I don't prefer it, but I'm more attached to it because I yeah. remember going to the theater seeing that, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is fucking crazy." So I think it depends on what you see first. Like with Dylan, he yeah. saw the Rob Zombie one first before yep. he visited the original one. Yeah, I was. I think as an older brother, you failed him though. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. He was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still give him like a bunch of recommendations on horror movies. But he's stuff, finicky but... about horror. Yeah, he is. Like, he's I, weird. I can't even tell his. Ta- I can't pick out his tape. Like... Yeah, he likes like really disturbing, fucked up stuff. Like I. But he doesn't, because sometimes he's like, that was too disturbing. I'm like, that was not disturbing. I forgot one. I showed him one, because I was like, oh, you'll like this. It's, like, really fucked up and disturbing. I can't remember what it was now, but might have been Martyrs, but, yeah. But anyway, so, yeah. I mean, I did watch that, so. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, my, my first one. So, there's this guy I've been talking to on the internet for a long time. Uh, we chatted back and forth. I've been on a podcast before. Uh, he was more of a comic book guy, but he recently got into acting, and he starred in a movie that's on Amazon Prime called The Mennonite of the Living Dead. Uh, so, yeah, uh, so I, I bought it. I mean, I just wanted to kind of support him, and uh, since I watch a lot of horror stuff, I thought I'd check it out. And uh, so it's a really low-budget movie. It was filmed in one weekend, and uh, it's about a group of two, three couples that go to a cabin in the woods to have an orgy. And then this, like, zombie Mennonite starts attacking the stuff. It was, I, I really had zero expectations for this movie, but it was actually really funny. Uh, there's a lot of interesting, unexpected moments in the movie that really made me laugh. Um, it's very self-aware of itself. Like, it knows what it is, and it, make, it pokes fun of itself. And the style of the film is very unique in... Like, it could have really gone in a really weird, like, a bad direction, but it worked. It's, uh, you almost have to see it to understand what I'm talking about. Uh, I'd actually really recommend it. Now, not just because, uh, you know, I've been talking to this guy for years, but I actually really dug this film. My only complaint about it is I feel that the horror part could have been a little bit better, but considering the budget, time they had, uh, it's more funny than it is horror, but I do recommended Mennonite of the Living Dead on Amazon Prime. Cool. Is your is your friend Jeffrey Mueller? Yes, that's correct. Is he the one on the like the art? Uh I don't remember, but probably he's the he's the star of the film, so uh, he's an older guy then? With like a big old white beard? Oh no, that's the Mennonite. Uh okay. That's a, that's a villain, yeah. Alright, cool. Alright, I want to talk about one that is probably the most disturbing film I've seen in the last 10 years or so. Oh. It's not a horror movie, though. Um, it's called Wake and Fright. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. No. Um, it stars a young Donald... Well, not a young Donald Pleasance. A couple years before Halloween came out. But um, it's set in Australia, Australian film. And this school teacher, uh, he gets released for the summer. And he wants to go back to Sydney. And he has a layover in the small... Everyone like st- uh, like starts treating him like really nicely, like kind of creepy. And like they take him under their wings. They constantly buy him beers. Uh, he ends up gambling at like this all night gambling thing. Loses all his money, so he can't get back to Sydney. So these dudes like just like randomly take him to their house and party and drink, and everything's like really sweaty. And they're always sweating and wet. 
and they get really um, wasted together. It features like a ten minute scene of them really killing um, kangaroos and really like killing? Um, not like just cannibal holocaust. Really, really, yeah. It was like a big actual thing. Dang. Yeah, they would shoot them, and it was awful. Um, they would have like their entrails falling out, and they would stab them. It was it was pretty brutal. Um, and that's like a big deal because I guess the director wanted to showcase the brutality of like the hunters during the time. Um, so he put it in there, and they followed real hunters around, and they just like butchered these animals. But uh, that's not the most disturbing part to me either. It's he's such a clear, like clean cut guy. And he's surrounded by all these, like, basically hillbillies of the Australian Outback. And there's, like, a rape scene. He gets raped by Donald Pleasance, but it's consensual. It's it's very strange. Uh, he ends up, like, trying to kill himself. And his just life just spirals out of control over, the like, like a week from being, like, this really clean cut, wearing a suit guy to hanging out with these hillbillies and just sweating and drinking and living in the shack and pissing all over himself. It's just, it was a really effective film. And... It's on Amazon Prime for free if you're a subscriber. Wake and Fright. I highly recommend it. No, Todd. No one wants to see the poor king. I want to watch. I'm, I'm adding that to the list for sure. I want to watch. Yeah, it. it's uh, definitely not an easy scene to watch, and they go back for more too. Like, oh, we're going back tomorrow night, and they do it again. I was like, fuck. Well, I even looked it up on IMDb, and like, where it's paused at is where he's about to do something to the king. So I'll have nightmares tonight. <laughs> um, I, the next is a, a Shutter. I believe it's a Shutter exclusive, and I don't know if either of you guys have seen it, but it's called uh, One Cut of the Dead. No. Nope. Okay. Nope. All right. Well, um, so this is a, I believe it's Korean or it's an aged, some sort of Asian horror movie. Um, it's subtitled, but uh, basically, um, we see a. The movie opens with a super. It's like a super low budget zombie movie and uh what we end up finding out is that their film it looks like a really shitty like really low budget zombie movie but then what it, we pan out and we see that they're actually making this really shitty low budget zombie movie um so we're following we follow this film crew around uh filming this zombie movie and then all of a sudden real zombies start um overtaking um the movie set um but then we find out that that was all just a movie and it takes us to, um, you know, it takes us through that whole, like the whole like end, like last scene of this, or it's like 17 minutes of like, it's like a short movie. And, uh, what we found out is, is that it was really like a TV, um, like show that they were doing. Um, so we follow, we had the way the movie uh, the, like ends is we see like how it all was done like behind the scenes. Uh, really weird, really interesting. Um, the last third of this movie is really um, entertaining and good and funny. Um, you know, it, I would I would call this movie a horror comedy. Uh, but the first two thirds of the movie are just such a chore to get through that I really don't know if it's worth sitting through that last third. Um, but the last third is so entertaining. I would say a laundry movie, um, uh, at best. Um, so, you know, if you got nothing else, throw it on, but, uh, you know, you could do worse. It, it, the last third is, is highly entertaining. Very funny. You just have to get through those, that first two thirds, which like I said, can be quite a chore, but, uh, yeah, I, I would say a very mild recommend on this one. One, 
one cut of the dead. So it's a movie within a movie within a TV show. Yeah, it's really weird. It's very it's very meta. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, the next one I watched is called V, spelled V I Y. It's a an old Russian film um, about this like a seminarian who uh, has an encounter with a really weird looking witch, and she dies, and then he's forced to go back to this town where she died and to look over her body for three days and all this really weird shit happens. This is the type of movie that I wish I had smoked weed to before <laughs> because I, I don't, but if I, if I were to, I think it would make this way more entertaining. It was a weird movie. So weird that I almost kind of liked it. Like, I'm not even sure how I feel about it. Uh, a lot of unexpected moments. It's, it's a crazy film. Uh, if ever you have you have some drinks in you or something, I'd kind of recommend it because it's just so out there. And uh, yeah, I don't even know what else to say about it. It's crazy. Todd, are you anything else? I do. I got one more. Little Monsters, Aww, starring not, not what's the his Howie name? Mandel one. Yes, it was. Yes, yeah, Howie Mandel. Because I know they, <laughs> there's a there's a recent one with uh, what's her face? Uh, is it Lapita? Yeah. yeah. Who is Lapita? From uh, is it Walking what? Dead? Is it she Walking Dead? From or us. us. Okay, the one from us. Okay, I always confuse them. Lupita no, Nyong'o. it was the. No, it was the old uh, Mr. Savage film. Aww, Fantastic. I yeah, I watched it with the kitties. Uh, synopsis is: kid moves into a new town, new house, and there's like a portal to fucking Monsterville, and they monsters. Yeah, and the monsters, their fun is to go get kids in trouble by like going to other people's houses and like breaking shit or like putting dirty hands on walls, shit like that. So wholesome pranks, good movie, especially for kids. And Howie Mandel's fucking crazy in it, so <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. This is a little spaz. There's like legit creepy parts in that movie yeah. too. Like, uh, yeah, like the bad the main, the main villain, like, yeah, he's creepy. that's like he's like a little boy type, like, but he's like, sometimes yeah. I think how he looks really creepy. Yeah, how well, there's like a part where like it's like a nightmare sequence with him, I think. And yeah, yeah, great, great movie though. Great intro to horror for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, the next one I got is Bliss, uh, 2019 release. Um, it's about a uh, woman who's kind of she's kind of like a starving, well. I would say a starving artist, but because she's like kind of famous, but currently she's like in between gigs, um, so she's kind of struggling. And she, um, in order to, she, she's trying to finish a painting, so she goes and buys some drugs. And one of the drugs she buys is called Bliss. Um, she takes it. She goes on like this fucking huge bender. Um, the movie is super um, visual. There's actually even a warning that if you're like uh, have like photosensitivity or whatever like there's like a photosensitivity warning behind and like there's like flashing lights everywhere super psychedelic type movie um so she takes like these drugs like and i mean it almost feels like you're on these drugs too um and she ends up having a three uh threesome with these two people um and she gets bitten and from there we find out is that she's slowly turning into a vampire um this is probably one of the best vampire movies i've seen um, in the last decade, if not longer, I absolutely loved this movie. Um, it's would it probably would make my top ten. It's not going to crack my top five because this year's actually been it 
pretty good for horror. Um, it's gotten better as the year's gone, but uh, I really love this movie, and um, I definitely look forward to seeing it again. Um, Bliss. Highly recommend it. Is it on some kind of, like, streaming service, or...? Ah, uh, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, it's on Amazon Prime, but I don't know if it's on Netflix or uh, Shutter okay. or anything like that. Cool. Alright, uh, my last one. Uh, did you guys play, like, computer CD-ROM games in the 1990s? Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, so I watched a movie called Manborg, which uh, is streaming on Shutter, and... The the style of the game is like the old CD-ROM games, like SMV sequences, where it's real actors that are playing and really bad dubbing, and they're it looks exactly like the video games of that time on CD-ROM. And I thought at first it was interesting, but this movie is so fucking weird. Uh, it's a I couldn't even really tell you what it's about. It's a futuristic movie about guys fighting these kind of Nazi-ish skeleton guys and. It's a completely crazy movie. It's like watching a, a cutscene from a 90s video game. And it's entertaining for a while, but after that it just gets really boring and stupid. So I personally didn't like it, and I don't recommend it. But if you like that style of comedy, you know, kind of bad dubbing and terrible CGI and all that stuff, then this is for you. But pass if it's not. All right. I think that's all we got. That's it. That's it. That's all. Bye. That's all, folks. No. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> See ya. Did I tell you guys I watched Elvira? Yes. I think you did the other week. I did? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that movie's... Isn't it? Yeah, she's so hot. Isn't she? She is. Even now, at like did 70, you know she's she from still Kansas too, Todd? I did. I listened to her, um, I think, Mick Garris's podcast. Yeah, I listened to that interview, too. That was a really interview. I didn't realize that she was, like, such a groupie. She got around, man. Jimi Hendrix, Elvis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good for her. And she was, like, go- she was like topless dancing at, like, 14 or whatever. Or 15 yeah. You know, whatever. It's crazy. It was a different time. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> it's trivia time, though. Trivia. Let's bust out these scores. All right. Well, Steve made quite a comeback. Um, the other week, um, current because currently we have Joe and Todd in a tie for first place um, with 22 points. Steve right on our tails with 19 points, just three behind, it's and Sam no in know. a distant fourth <laughs> with 11 points. 11 points behind. Still time. Still time. Plenty. Still time. Still time for a wild card. Yes. Uh, who has gone first? I don't think Sam ever has. Yes, Sam. Have. All right. Well, then, fine. I'll start off. No, I'll start off. I was just saying. All righty. Let's see. Ready? On what? Yes. <laughs> on what holiday is Inside Set? Christmas. Christmas. Thanks, me. Christmas. It's Christmas. I'll give myself the point. No, it's Christmas Eve. Sorry. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. No one got the point. No one's no point then. All right. I'll go next. What is the name of the pet cat in Reanimator? Oh, Bryce. Know. What was that? No, it's not. You're wrong. She said Bryce. <laughs> oh, it's, um, 
It's a really, it's like a name, person's name. I just can't think of it. It's an old, it's like an old man type. Um, Hubert. Harold. Her- Herbert. Gene. No. Carl. George. No. Gerald. <laughs> Oscar. The correct answer is Rufus. Oh, dang it. Go ahead, Steve. All right. Uh, what's the name of the baby in Adam's Family Values? Uh, Prubert. Pubert, sorry. Pubert, yes. Todd got That's it. correct, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll give him a name a child could love. Pubert. <laughs> or whatever that line is. <laughs> yeah. All right. I've said this one. I've said a variation of this one before, but I'm going to say it again. What is Charles Lee Ray's favorite game? Hide the soul. Fucking Joe Guard, damn it. <laughs> yes. We're up, Sam. Sorry, I'm trying to feed Denali. <laughs> um, alrighty, what other Christmas-themed film did black Christmas director Bob Clark make? Oh, Christmas Story. You know what? <laughs> yeah. I was going to call interference because your dog barked and I couldn't hear the damn <laughs> like, God, question. You should have. Sorry, she's kind of yipey right now. Uh, all right, I'll go next. Uh, I think it's my turn anyway. Uh, okay, in The Shining, what famous room does Danny enter? 237. Three, seven. Yeah. Oh. I got it first. They weren't even fucking close. No, we said it at the same time. No, we didn't. Okay, I am giving. Don't you do it? You don't get to choose, Joe, because we're like tied. <laughs> okay, I'm giving I... Steve the point because he said the room number from the book. What was it? You <laughs> didn't say <laughs> No, I didn't. It's not fair. Um, okay, uh, all right, well, here I'll come up That's with it. That's fine. Uh, I'll come up it. with another one. Okay. Who directed The Village? M. Night Shyamalan. Todd gets the point. Whatever. It's just because he's the loudest. <laughs> He's you're right next to him. Yeah. <laughs> Person. Yeah, but you're still louder than I am. <laughs> All right. Uh another shining question. Which magazine is Jack Horn hey, reading girl. while waiting? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> How are we supposed to hear the question when you're like blurting out? The Fun question? fact, Danny is also reading it in is it? Yes. Is it Playgirl gay porn? It is. <laughs> yes. It is. Yes. <laughs> what the hell? I never noticed that. What what scene is that in? And when he's waiting to see if we have to interview for the overlook. Oh my god, that's funny. How about that? Oh, I'll I'll save it. Never mind. Uh, my turn. Yes. Okay. This is a confusing one. In Wes Craven's Shocker, villain Horace Pinker. It's played by Mitch Pelegi. What is Mitch Pelegi's job in the X-Files? Uh, Wait, Sam was the question? X-Files fan. What was Mitch Pelegi's job? In He's the uh, FBI director. That's correct. All right. Yeah. Steve gets the... I've met him. Nice guy. Oh, you did? Yeah, I never, I never had the chance yet. Him and Cigarette Smoking Man were, and the two, Dave Duchovny and uh, Julian, oh. were all there. Oh, wow. That's cool. I went to. Yeah, they're super cool. He's uh he's he's been on this season of American Horror Story, which by the way we've given up on. There's we had three episodes oh. to go, and we don't even have like any interest in finishing it. Okay, but yeah. I, I do want to say real quick because I was going to tell you this. Uh, 
because Leslie Grossman was on the Wendy Williams show and she was talking about the final episode and she said it's really crazy and it's of not course what she's she's promoting I know, it. But I was like Leslie, you're getting me back in, and she's like it's not what you think, and she said everything finally makes sense. And I'm like, yeah, right. I might just actually watch the last episode and not even worry about the in between. Yeah, I'll let you guys know. All right. My turn. Yep. Yes. All right. Yep. What was not an ingredient used in the thing for creature effects? Microwave, bubble gum, creamed corn, toothpaste, or mayonnaise? Ooh. Microwave. Does anyone else have a answer? Mayonnaise? Nope, no one gets the point. <laughs> he was the toothpaste. one we didn't say. All right. Darn. <laughs> All right. At the end of The Witch, what does Thomason write in the book belonging to Black Phillip? Oh, her name? Yes! Todd gets the point. That was a complete guess. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, so for this one, I'm going to give the point to the one who's the closest. So which 69. Year? <laughs> Which year did Billy Butcherson die in Hocus Pocus? Seventeen forty-five. I'm gonna say sixteen ninety-two. Sam? Sam's actually on a bathroom break, so. Oh my god! Automatically <laughs> <laughs> loses. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I'll give uh, Joe the point then. Yeah. Well, the I, I would like to wait for Sam. What's the correct answer? <laughs> 1693. Okay. Hey. Nice. One year off. Yeah. I was going to say it was probably close to the Salem Witch Trials, though. So. Right. I'll say my last one when she gets back. Well, we're not editing this episode, so I think... That's fine. Is she going number one or number two? <laughs> What's that, Sam? No. Nah, she said just... Are we going without? Are we waiting? Yeah. All right, she said just go ahead. This one's kind of geared towards her, though. Todd <laughs> so said it's geared towards you. This is what happens, listeners, when we don't edit the <laughs> yeah. parts. <laughs> you have to hear me not be able to operate a mic, and then us. <laughs> right. I know, and this will be a lot of that when I uh, do the promoting for uh, Super Mega Fest this week. People will be listening to me, some people listening to me, like, what the fuck? All right, Sam's back. Sorry, I thought Joe was the last one to go. All right, wait. What uh, year did Billy Butcherson die in Hope Folks? That was the last oh, one. Oh, shit. I don't fucking know. Um, 1912. <laughs> 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 it was 1693. That was close. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, it's an easy one. No, it's not. In Eli, the last movie we watched, how does the dad pay for the hotel? Oh, shit. Oh, watch. watch. I think yeah, yeah. that was a steeper. Oh, you got it. Well, then. I guy was an asshole, that hotel oh, dude. Oh, my God. What a dick. <laughs> and I agree with Sam. The dad would have killed those guys. Right? There's no <laughs> way. Todd, if you against one, would you put your family in danger? I'm not going to put those guys in danger because exactly. they're all little you go, Todd. <laughs> Plus, I told you it can still carry, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All 
right. I think that's it then for this week of trivia. Um, okay, so Steve got two points this week to up his total to 21 points. Todd got three points to up it his to 25. And your boy Joe got four points this week. What about me? To take I the lead with 26 points. Um, and Sam remains with 11. What was that? Like that was her dying. That... <laughs> that was the club sound, like, go me. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, before um, we discuss Dr. Sleep, let's get a little deadly. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, <laughs> it's scary. Alrighty, well, thank you to Deadly Grounds Coffee, our great sponsor as always. And I think they will actually be at Super Mega Fest, so if you are attending Super Mega Fest, and they will also be at Wicked Weekend, so if you're attending either of those events that we will be at, pick up some Deadly Grounds Coffee because um, it's really good coffee, and I'm not just saying that because they're our sponsor. Mm. <laughs> but you are. <laughs> but I am. No, it's really good, I've had it. <laughs> so. So, Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. Doctor Satan. <laughs> well, uh, Doctor Sleep. I'm not going to read the IMDb. It's pretty straightforward. Sequel to The Shining. Uh, Danny Torrance, played by Ewan McGregor, uh, Star Wars fame and all the stuff. That guy's a good looking dude. He is. What? Oh, he's aged extremely well. <laughs> I was like, Dan- I've never seen one of his movies, and I was like, Where? Have no I- way. Sam's, yeah, never, Sam's never seen Big Fish, and I was like, You've never seen Big Fish. Oh, I mean, Big Fish is amazing. Fish. Yeah, we're gonna watch it. But I was, I was like, I've never seen any of his movies, and I really loved him. What about you? Should watch Train Spotting too, the first one. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's a really good one about like about heroin and stuff. It's really. Good. Um. Anyway, Danny Torrance, played by the dreamy Ewan McGregor, uh, he is a alcoholic. He gets in bar fights. He sleeps with girls and steals their money. Things like that. He's into cocaine and all that. Uh, he goes to a new town, which I forget the name of it. Uh, you guys can remind me if you know it. And he meets this gentleman, and he starts getting clean. He starts going to AA meetings and everything. Meanwhile, he uh, starts seeing a visitor on his blackboard writing a messages at Abra, who is another shining sensitive kid uh, who's all miles away, so she's pretty powerful. And she like peeks into his mind and says hello and says thanks to him. Also, you have the uh, the what the tight knot or something? Yeah, group? true knot. The true, true knot. Yeah. This uh, band of you know people slash creatures slash just assholes with uh, some shining powers themselves. They go around feasting on children who have the shining. They uh, essentially steal their life force by torturing them. Um, so everything comes together because these guys want to get Abra. Abra you know, gets with Danny, and they you know devise a plan to uh, not get killed by these people. Um. Yeah. So I mean, take it away. I loved it. I loved the movie. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, so I honestly, I didn't know what to expect. Obviously, I mean, The Shining being one of my 
all-time favorite movie. It's probably, like, my number one. People always ask me, like, what's your favorite horror movie ever? I always say The Shining, just because, I don't know, that one I always just gravitated towards, and I feel like it's a really, um, just a really well-made horror movie, and just has so much amazing stuff in it. Um, so, I mean, I didn't know what to expect going into this one. I never read Dr. Sleep. Uh, I never read, like, the plot of Dr. Sleep, so I really had no idea. Um, and then, I watched a trailer for, um, I only watched the one trailer for this, the one we reviewed on the show, um, but that one didn't give a lot away, so going into the theater, I was excited, but a bit reserved, um, and yeah, I came out loving it, um, you know, I think that, so, I don't have many issues with it, um, but one issue definitely would be, you know, there the uh what what are they called the have nots what are they called sam true knots yeah the true um at the i found them to be a little corny at first like the plot line of them like stealing like the things and it just didn't seem very like related to the shining to me um but then they throw out this like scene that's just so fucking disturbing and i'm like oh fuck like they're not holding back anything in this movie um and then, like, I was all on board. Um, and then just the climax of this movie is just absolutely amazing to me. Um, but, yeah, that's my thoughts, initial thoughts. Steve? I really like this movie as well. Um, I, you know, Shining is such a classic that, and one that I feel didn't really need a sequel. So I thought, it's like, okay, well, it's, that's a great, this is a great sequel for that movie. Uh there's just a lot to like about it. Uh, my one complaint was I found it was a little too long and they could have cut some of the fat off this movie. Um, just at two hours and almost 30 minutes. It's, it just was it wasn't boring and it, it kind of moved along a lot, but I just thought that there was a little bit too much stuff uh, in the movie, but great acting, great characters. Uh, the little girl who played Abra was awesome. Uh, was it Rose the Hatch? Is that what the, yes. the main Yes, she's a good she, villain. She, yeah, she was incredible. She, I just really liked her character and was interested to see what she does next. And, uh, yeah, the rest was going to spoiler territory, so I'll hold my thoughts. But uh, overall, great movie. Sam? Um, I hate it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I really liked it as well. Um, going into it, I mean, from the trailer, I knew that the girl was going to have some kind of shining and that Danny was going to have to help her. Um but I really liked it. I love The Shining, but I'm not, like, it's not one of my top movies that I tell someone to watch, even though I do really like it. Um, so I wasn't really going in with any expectations or anything like that. Um, I do disagree with Steve a little bit about the time. I We were kind of worried that it was, like, two hours and 30 minutes. Um, but I felt like it was, I don't know, it was really good. Not long enough, I thought, but... I wasn't bored or anything like that. The acting was really good. I really loved um, Abra's character. I really liked Rose as the villain. Um, one of my favorite parts was how Danny would sense that the people were dying and he would kind of see them off. I really found that to be charming and made me fall in love with him. <laughs> um, but I really liked it. Hence the name of the movie, which I had no idea what Dr. Sleep yeah, even meant. Yeah, I hadn't read yeah. the book, so I wasn't sure where that came from. Yeah, I liked it. I thought I thought you had were started the book. You never finished it. Who me? No, Sam. I was wondering what book you were talking about when you had sent that message. No, that wasn't me. I thought you started it. Oh. No. 
Yeah. Well, I read the book. Um, I guess we can go into spoiler territory. I like the movie too. I I do have some complaints though, but um, I don't I don't really care about comparing it to the book. They're the same yet vastly different at the same time. Um, the ending of the book is just garbage. So they did a great job. There's um, well, the way they kill Rose in the book is terrible. They throw her off a platform. That's it. Oh. But however, who who kills Rose is really because good because it's Jack Torrance. He comes back to help uh-huh. Danny. That's cool. Which wow. I kept hoping that would happen in this one. I mean, yeah. he talked to him. That would have been amazing. And you know, I, I, I did like that scene though, like with him playing Lloyd the bartender. Like I thought that was cool. Yeah, but, but that guy didn't do a good. He a wasn't great job. a great Jack. I and now, I mean, I do want to get into like all of the different actors that played the iconic yeah. characters too later. Uh, all right, so I'll, I'll go into my main problem. And I thought, and I'm gonna need some parents out there back me up. That the killing of Bradley Trevor, the baseball boy, was gratuitous and just over the top and unnecessary. I think they could have made it more effective if they didn't torture the kid on screen for fun trait. Um, that's just my nitpick with it. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe because I'm not a parent, it's. I mean, since you're a parent, it's probably more disturbing. But I felt that it was really effective. I think it needed to be like I like, it, like I think if it wasn't as brutal, I I don't know. Like I. I just appreciated that they went there with it and just made it so disturbing and brutal. Because, like, a lot of horror movies now, especially mainstream ones, they tend to dial it back um, and don't go there. But this movie wasn't afraid to go there. So, I personally, I appreciated that they were they went the gratuitous route with it. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. I felt it was not needed. And in the book, that's, it's played a lot better, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just, like, one simple line that the kid says but doesn't it uh, make you like uh, hate these vi- people even more and you I, I already hate them. they're, they're child yeah. killers like, yeah. i have i don't know maybe it's just like a different you know our lives are in different places right now so maybe sure. that's why yeah um but yeah I, I, that could have been done differently and then about the running time i never felt bored so i never really acknowledged it till the end where i was like oh no it's ending yeah because like, I, 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 I agree i overlook. agree i felt like the two and a half hours flew by yeah, but uh, everything else was good, except for that being a little bit over the top for me. And then we can talk about some of the shortcomings towards the end, which I think we'll all agree on could have been a little bit better. Yeah, um, I mean, what did you? I mean, what did you guys think of the? I mean, it was weird, like right, seeing like Wendy played by a different actress, and I didn't have a problem with Wendy or Danny. I thought they were pretty good. Yeah, but I thought was just I thought I thought Wendy was was pretty good too. It was just like a bit of a shell shock i actually thought the guy who played uh halloran was really good too oh yeah yeah i thought he was probably did the best out of all of them um i'm glad though that they kind of went that route and didn't try to like do any de-aging or uh cgi or anything like that um i think that would have been a little too distracting kind of like how it was in eight chapter two when they dh the kids there um but yeah, uh, did you did you recognize Wendy? Because um, it's this actress. Have you guys seen Sorry Eyes? No, I haven't. Okay, yeah, it's a, a really popular indie horror movie that came out a couple of years ago. Um, but uh, yeah, she, I recognized her from that. But uh, yeah, she's a really good actress, and yeah, I thought she did well. I thought Danny was good. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, but yeah, Jack, I do agree with Jack. He, they Henry they, Thomas, they right? Yeah. yeah. They could have found someone better to play Jack. I mean, obviously, he was recognizable. You knew who he was supposed to be, but... Kind of. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, hair, like the hair was it. Yeah, like the they could have, burn, that's, yeah. You see people online doing impressions all the time that are a lot better than that. So, it's sure. like... I, I know the guy, Mike Flanagan, has all the same actors pretty much as movies. But I, I 
that was a big miss for me. That I was really looking forward to seeing Jack. And then it was weird too at the end when Danny um has a moment with his mother where like they had a good relationship. So wouldn't that moment have been more appropriate with Jack at the end? Like Jack reconciling and like Darth Vader, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like that. Plus from the book too. I mean, he, he comes to Danny, like, let me help you or whatever. And he kills Rose. So that was a missed opportunity for me. Yeah. I mean, I just that whole overlook, just once they get to the overlook, that the movie just really takes it up a notch to me that just, I mean, the, the fact that they like completely recreate, they've got blueprints from Kubrick's estate to recreate the uh, overlook, like to make it look exactly like it. And I mean, God did it work because it was, it looked just like the overlook did, you know, 40 years ago. Um, it was quite amazing. And to see all like the ghosts come back, like all the, the old ghosts and stuff. I mean, it was just, it hit that nostalgia for me. And yeah, I mean, loved it. And I think Rose would be like us when she was smiling, walking around the overlook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's us. Even though she's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. It was cool to see. Uh, do you think they used? Uh, no, go ahead, Steve. Yeah, I said, do you do you find that they used the uh, two thirty seven ghost a little too much? Like they they like kind of redid that three four times in the movie. Yeah. Whereas there were, there was other ghosts they could have used. You know, it's uh, I don't know why they just kind of kept going to that one. Like we saw her in the bath at least three times there. Yeah, yeah. I think because she was the most memorable from the movie from the first. Which funny movie. Movie was the most memorable? But. Yeah. I think I like when she's also the scariest too. <laughs> I like when Danny makes fun of the uh, hell, nice party, isn't it, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. What about Is that it? Lloyd as a? Oh yeah, Dan- yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, that was an awesome cameo. Yeah. The original Danny Lloyd. Yeah. What was he? Did you guys catch that? He was the um, he was like the He's red the redneck spectator Person. during the little league game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the the real Danny. Um, I don't fuck think... fuck Barry the Chunk, piece of shit. Who? Barry the Chunk. He's the one that fucking got the kid. Oh, uh, is that the one that they kill with by cra- Danny cra- crashes with it using his powers? Uh, no, that's um her right hand man, the Asian looking yeah. guy. No, okay. Barry the Chunk is the kid that he makes fun of him when he's like, "Man, you could have been a major leaguer." Oh, okay. Yeah. Who is who is your who is like your favorite side character like out of the villains? Did you? Have? Uh, uh, I think her right hand man was the best actor. Yeah, I he was. So yeah, too. I think so. Andy. Yeah, she's annoying. Cool. It was cool. She to... was annoying. <laughs> who the blonde girl? Yeah. Yeah. Sam hated her. I couldn't. <laughs> her, her, her. I don't think it was her acting. I think it was how they wanted her to act. Yeah. Yeah. Killed it. It was cool to see the guy from uh, Adam's Family Lurch. Mm-hmm. in this yeah it was <laughs> yeah and he was good in it uh but yeah yeah i don't i don't have much else to say on it personally i mean i just uh, really i, I, I it. like the effect they're dying oh yeah yeah like, yeah. yeah that was uh, that was cool yeah that that was really cool they like kind of went skeletal and they like flashed in and out yeah that was pretty wild right yeah uh, do like i don't like do you think it was clear enough like what they like like, so I assume that they could only kill Shining kids and take their life forces? Like, or, because could, or could they kill that, anyone? I think that because anyone, it's too weak and it's not worth the effort. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whereas sh- Shining people have a... Because they said everybody has, like, a little bit of Shine in them, yeah. but right. it's you people see, who are you special. You see it, like, with the old people, like, you see the, the, 
smoke exactly yeah but like but i think it's just not worth the effort yeah because it's so little yeah Yeah, that makes sense it's it's because it when they get older it loses its potency so that's why they Fuck get those kids guys. then, because yeah. they're even more powerful. Right. And China's even more powerful. So. Yeah. All right. I got it. <laughs> and the, the true not people are like millionaires, too. They didn't really mention that. Yeah, I heard about, yeah, in the book, right? They're like... Yeah. Oh, are they? In the book, yeah, but like, like in this, they're like, they're like carnies up in like, you know, like buses. So they don't they, seem... They still this one. look. They just have, they're like, they just have whatever money they need and satellites and all that shit. Yeah, I mean, I, they, I mean, they did a great job. It was, I think this, you could watch this like back to back with the original Shining, and it would be a great double feature. Um, I did want to say that I really liked when Abra went into Rose's mind, like how they showed that, or wait, yeah, how they showed her like in the library with of the like index cards and oh, all yeah, that yeah, stuff, yeah. and like I really liked the battle between Abra and Rose, like the going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cool. Mm-hmm. When she, like, knocks thought, her ass back in the, the uh, yeah, supermarket. I loved yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> I thought the no, no icing was pretty stupid, though. No, I loved that, I Todd. Like, eh, eh. <laughs> because then she would be able to see her more. So she was, like, hiding from her. Uh. <laughs> I didn't, anyway. that didn't bother me any. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about it. Did, did you feel the true knot got dispatched a little too easily? Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, it just took a gunshot, but I mean, I guess they are pretty much just human, like in a way, right? Yeah. Like, I guess I just took it as like they're pretty human. They just, but, but they do have powers. So. Yeah, they do. But did anyone? I did anyone but, use their powers besides snake they, fight? They're mainly just mental powers, right though, right? Like, no, yeah, a lot of them. Like the her right hand man could track people. He didn't really have anything else. Yeah, yeah. they were. Then, yeah, they weren't really physical powers. They were all like mental. So. Yeah, it didn't shock yeah. me that they they died pretty yeah. easy. Fuck them. Fuck those motherfuckers, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> Um. Oh, fun fact: in the book, the the overlook is not there anymore. It's just yeah, an empty I field. About, I heard about that. Yeah, it like burned down, right, or whatever. Yeah. It, well, it, it copies the end of the actual book. Now it explodes. So, how does the book end? The first book. The Shining? No, no, no. Doctor Sleep. Uh, Jack. There. Uh, all over the like. Uh, Does Danny no, die no. in the book too? Oh my god, no, he doesn't die. But I gotta tell you something stupid, <laughs> really stupid about the book. So in the book, Abra is actually Danny's niece because Jack had an affair with his mom. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it, it was just shoehorned in there, pretty dumb. But no, at the end of it, uh, there's like a platform called like Platform to the Sky or some shit that they built over the overlook and they like do that trick thing, but they have one of the, like his friend that killed himself. He's in the truck mm. pretend to be Abra. So they all attack him and they like kill John again. But Jack high, like kills a person that's going to ambush Danny. Yeah. And then he helps push Rose over like a platform and she just falls and dies. So it's pretty anticlimactic. Yeah. I would have liked to see Jack help out. That would have been really cool, but yeah, that was yeah. sweet, good ending for him. Yeah, yeah, totally. But yeah, I mean, I liked how this ended. I liked kind of Danny being the hero, but like dying, and then him kind of watching. He takes over Halloran's role now, of, kind of 
being Abra's protege type thing. So I, I dug it. I kind of want to know how Danny was never killed by the True Knot. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, right. Well, I guess. Well, I mean, he went, when he was a little kid, he didn't drink, but I guess the drinking like hit him once yeah. he was older from them. <clears throat> right. Unless he was drinking beers at five, I don't know. They just missed him. They just, you know. Yeah. Ratings. I'm gonna give this one an eight. Uh, eight point five. I really loved it. It's currently in my top five of the of this year. I really, really dug it. Same score for me. Uh, I got a nine on this one. I Ooh. really loved it. Nice. It's uh, it's 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 definitely in my top five. And yeah, let's just say it's in my top five. I don't want to spoil my top five this close to the end of the year, but it's way up there. Yeah. Mm, this is tough. It's my top five as well. Um, eight point nine. Oh, okay. Hi. Would you guys do a double feature? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I was saying oh, yeah, that when sure. we left. Yeah. I was like, I really want to do a double feature of this, like when it comes out on Blu-ray. So some sad news, though, and well, obviously Horse Squad approved, but uh, since it pretty much tanked in the box office, which was like shocking to yeah. me. Yeah. They had a plan. Uh, so this one. Yeah. yeah, but probably won't be made now. No. It was going to be about the cow. Starts really pushing it. Except what? I think word of mouth might be pushing it in the right direction. It might be one of those holdovers that keeps making the same Hopefully. money for multiple so. weeks. I hope yeah, it's bad. Bomb. bad. 14, million opening. 14 million and it was projected to do 25 opening weekend. Why do you think that is? I think because The Shining came out 40 years ago and it's a sequel to a movie that came out 40 years ago. So I just think like that kills a lot of your audience right there. Like you know, a lot of people. Like you have horror fans, you have book readers like i'm really surprised. if i can go see but, this movie guys and not know so can you yeah but it's also not called the shining 2 which right yeah. a lot of what people else? just kind of yeah. gloss over and everyone watches That's trailers a good so. point, yeah dr sleep is That's... a weak is a kind of a weak name like yeah. you would have no idea that was a horror movie or anything and like based on the title so. or a shining sequel oh, yeah. no one, right. I, i'm sure a lot of people have no idea right so. right yeah but yeah uh, go, but yeah, go and see it. I mean, go support this movie because it was it was great. And uh, I mean, based on I mean, based on like everyone I've I haven't seen too many people say negative things about no. it. So everyone seems to be loving it. So uh, if you were a fan of The Shining, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't go and see this. Yeah, and I just want to say we had two questions, uh, but we we kind of answered them throughout. Uh, Paragon had asked about how we felt about the uh, lookalikes in the cast versus kind of CGIing them. I didn't mind them, and, yeah. Yeah, except Jack, like we said. Uh, yeah. Actually, I, it took me like a couple seconds to realize it was Jack. Yeah. Like I was kind of like, is, is that supposed to be Jack? I wasn't 100% sure. Uh, but yeah, th- overall, I think they did a pretty good job. And Pat had asked if it uh, falls to the sequel curse, meaning it's a bad sequel, but no. we all loved it. So yeah. obviously, uh, yeah. yeah. So thanks for the questions, guys. And uh, we saw another movie last week that also is going to be... It's also currently my top five, but I'll save that because we haven't... What is it? Well, we, we haven't reviewed it yet. You know, Tell me what it is so I can watch it. Yeah, me too. Well, it's, offline, we're planning on reviewing it. It just hasn't come out around oh. yet. Oh, okay. oh the... Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. Now I have to hunt it somehow. Yeah. It's not going to come out. It's already out of my theaters over here, so. Yeah, no, it's, it'll probably hit Blu-rays, I mean, or soon, BD soon, so. Yeah. All right, bye. 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 Uh, yeah.